Welcome to this episode of Virtual Coffee, with dialogues about the future of health, including innovation, the new era of digital first, physical next, and reflections from outside of healthcare. Brief conversations, as if it were in a barista cafe, always realistic, but with a positive outlook. There are enough pessimistic channels out there already. I'm your host. My name is Lucien Engelen. 40 years of healthcare experience in ambulance services, dispatch centers, University Medical Center, and Singularity University. All mainly on the innovation intersection of technology and patient empowerment. Started during the COVID pandemic, checking in with friends, colleagues, and experts about topics that matter to them and to me. Distributed through LinkedIn Live, YouTube, and Facebook with video, and through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other audio platforms, or via my website www.transform.health. So welcome everyone. Welcome to this virtual coffee on this bright summer morning at May 7th, Thursday. Um, welcome to this LinkedIn Live Coffee, a place where I try to check in with friends, family and experts on all kinds of different topics and I'm very proud today that I've been able to seduce a couple of my friends passionate about the future of food to chat and talk with me about the intersection on the future of health and the future of food. I will be joined by Dominique van Zeggelen and by Randy Yacht, both colleagues of mine within Deloitte and I'm very pleased to uh, introduce and announce uh, them to you. So welcome, Dominique and, uh, and uh, Randy. Dominique, could you introduce yourself briefly, please? please. Yes, thank you, uh, Lucien, and uh, thanks for having us. It's an honor to be in your, in your live chat. Um, Dominique van Zeggen, I'm uh, a tax partner at Deloitte uh, and uh, uh, part of the uh, executive committee responsible for the consumer market. I have less than 40, but 22 years still of experience Lucia, in, uh, in consumer and, and chemicals business and have seen so many, uh, many things. And over those years, the, the, the food team came really to my attention uh, and, and triggered me. And uh, there's a lot of passion and things to talk about. I'm looking forward to have that conversation now. Thank you. Randy, good morning. Yes, good morning, uh, Lucien. And, uh... Yeah, very, very excited to be here. It's uh, I, I love this uh, topic. And just as a quick introduction, uh, I'm, I'm only 18 years with uh, Deloitte. Uh, I serve a lot of our food, but also you know, global consumer clients across uh, the world. And I lead our future food uh, task force uh, within Deloitte, which gives me the opportunity to, to help our clients to transform themselves and be successful in the future. Thank you. So we've bumped into each other a couple of times and we've chatted and, and explored this intersection on future of health at one end and the future of food on the other one. Maybe, Dominique, you could explain a bit more about this. What is this futures kind of thing that runs within Deloitte right now in terms of creating this strategy for that? Yeah, uh, Lucien, we, um, we started in, in, in May, June to rethink our strategy. And, and, and decided that it was it was uh, important to to focus as more on on global themes and global challenges uh, um, and and so one of the one of the, the the pillars that we have built our strategy on is on the future of teams so there, there's the future of health as you, as you know very well the future of food mobility energy transition um, and safety and the future of work for example and and 
we, we have embedded those, those future themes within the executive uh, committee uh, and, and really are, are organizing all our service. That is, that is of course, a huge, uh, uh, I call that a pharmacy um, uh, of, of, of pills that we can provide as, an, as, a, as a consulting company, but we wanted to do that in an integrated way around these topics that are most relevant for us as, uh, as community. Uh, so this, this is our strategy, and uh, I'm, I'm responsible for uh, for uh, future of food because of the passion that that I, that I feel. And one of the things that triggered me a couple of years ago was a statement uh, that that the average uh, meal of a U.S. Uh, person travels 1,500 miles from farm to plate, and the impact of of that uh, that fact is is enormous. And on top of that, we see that we that we are. And even in the Western world, not able to, to really provide quality and healthy food to each other uh, and, and also demand for that. So very interesting topic. There's a lot to do. And I'm, I'm so uh, intrigued by the opportunity that we have as, uh, as companies, as governments, as research bodies to work together and build an ecosystem and really connect and, and contribute to make a big step forward on that. Yeah, well, that's also because it's also intertwined with all kinds of other aspects. You, you mentioned the distance that food traveled. So this is also very much about sustainability, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, and and uh, Randy, um, how, how does this future of food in your dreams might look like? Could you elaborate a bit on that one? No, very happy to. And in, in my dreams, it's going to be a very exciting future. It's... I think what what we've seen so far within food, food has gone through a massive transformation already with a lot of automation, uh, the ability to feed a, a global population and reduce world hunger, but the job is far from over. There's still uh, humongous challenges to overcome, both as, as, as Dominique also just shared on a sustainability and responsibility side for a planet, but also for example on health. At this moment, there's still 1.9 billion people around the world that are facing obesity. Uh, in parallel, there's still 2 billion people around the world that have micro uh, nutritional yeah, uh, yeah, misses to actually have a healthy body. And absolutely, the, the connection between food and health, is, it's pivotal. It's fundamental to, yeah, to have a, a good, healthy body. So we, we see a lot of overlap between those two. So is there a choice? So I think at present there still is a choice to, to eat healthy, I think. Uh, um, is that also something that you would expect in the, in the near future? Or is it more like that it's no longer a choice, it's, it's, it's automatically that food becomes more healthy into it? I, I think it's, it's, it's absolutely a growing momentum. And I think a, an ideal future uh, that we'd love to see is that food plays such a key role and that we as a possible future will only have healthy healthy food to well boost boost our way of living but also fit with our values our situation in life um our, our targets if we want to run a marathon etc and that kind of food and health really connects on those uh, two and it's very interesting with this COVID time we do see that People pay very close attention to what they eat, what they cook at home, and really focus on, on healthy ingredients and, and take care of each other. And which I, th I think is also, well, it would be great if this will continue. So, Dominique, 
from your experience, the companies, the food companies that you work with, um, what are the challenges that they're looking for? How how do they cope with this? And also, maybe you could chime in a bit on this very impressive time that we're in right now during this COVID pandemic, uh, how they cope with that, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think as, as Randy just mentioned as well, uh, Lucia, it is, it is, um, uh, I think there's, there's two elements to it. There's a drive uh, on the demand side where the, where the consumer, us, are looking to get more healthy uh, ingredients, uh, more quality food for myself, for example. I, I experience quite often that, that you feel physically different when you eat uh, different kind of, kinds of food. And uh, I'm, I'm very interested in finding out what is exactly that bit of food that is giving me energy rather than taking energy. And that's a very simple example. And that applies probably to, to many of us. And uh, so, so if you then look at, at, at the companies to your question, um, I think every, every company is interested in, in doing so. Uh, however, the demand from the, the consumer side is leading often because they they can they can uh, develop uh, more personal uh, ingredients, more uh, demand-driven ingredients if the market is there. And there, there's there's a, a switching of a tipping point that we need to define uh, together or help to to reach that tipping point. And this COVID uh, phase uh, where we we in right now is as as, as uh, Randy just mentioned is a fantastic momentum because we we feel we need to be more healthy. We like to eat more uh, vitamins. We like to eat more uh, fresh uh, uh, farm uh, products and so on. So there's there's a great moment. The, the challenge is how can we get together and, 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 and start a movement together? And that is that is where we where we need to trigger us all and, and make a step forward and, and, and do it together. Which is, I think, an ecosystem play, um, Randy. Um, this ecosystem play related from the future of food towards the ecosystem of the future of health. This is something that we've been discussing, how we could intertwine um, um, effort from both sides of the industry, let's call it industries, to, to connect to it. And one of the great examples that I always think that makes sense is what could happen if, for instance, retail supermarkets with their food um, offerings could lower or raise the price? So this is a tricky one for people that uh, live with a chronic condition or due to their lifestyle should be become more prone to that. Uh, is that something that you see as well? Yes, so I definitely see the, the future and it's, it's great because it's already here that, uh, for example, food retailers are setting up apps to uh, guide uh, people about what, what to eat to actually increase their performance. Uh, and I fully agree. I think the next step is this should not be a singular, singular, yeah, yeah, uh, company doing that. It should become an ecosystem where food producers, food retailers, uh, nutritionists, uh, healthcare instances, but also life science companies come together, work together, and create an all-encompassing solution and platform to help consumers to, to eat healthy. And it's only when we work together, we will yeah, have the, the maximum uh, success uh, for that. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. So, for example, 
um, to, just to, to, to make a parallel. There's, there's an initiative where, where we are involved in, in researching the neurological motives for people to spend money, for example. So in the Western world, it appears that there's a roughly 35, 40% of people with a normal income still in financial distress at every end of the month. And uh, it, it appears that there is a neurological um, uh, trigger uh, for people to spend money in an irresponsible way or a less uh, long-term uh, way. Um, so that neurological element could also be part of, for example, the way we decide to, to take food and the choices yeah. we make uh, for certain, certain uh, uh, bits of food. Which also, which also brings me to another parallel in it, to it. We know that people with high financial depth also yeah. uh, are more prone to, to use more healthcare, let's say, to use more healthcare. Yeah. There's a great initiative being taken also in the Netherlands where uh, banks, together with healthcare insurance organizations, try to spread, so flatten more the, the spread of the financial depth, and with that to lower the healthcare costs. So the, the extra interest that the bank should raise for the, the patient in question is being surpassed or uh, supplemented by, by the healthcare insurance organization. Yeah. So we see that in this ecosystem play uh, there's there's tons of opportunities and 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 briefly back to uh, what Randy just said I I I really have to share this slide so this is a test that I took uh, which is a test that I've I've sent in a, a, a sample of my stool and based on my gut biome it's being exemplified which kind of foods at the left hand side I should avoid and which foods which they call superfoods at the mid side. Uh, of the table, um, uh, I, I really should uh, should take in. So I, I think with that also we get we are giving more and more the opportunity to more personalized the food that we that we that we take and that that is beneficial to to everything for us. Yeah. Randy, yeah. back to you. Um, what is the the most promising part of of this future of food that connects to the health of people? I think you actually just mentioned it. It's personalized nutrition. And it's so a couple of things on that. So one, personalization is, is a big trend that has gone for many years already. And we now see that food companies are really starting to well, play a role in that. And it's very interesting. It's actually taking first place in the feed sector, in the animal feed uh, sector, where feed is being tailored to specific um, yeah, uh, uh, small groups or segments of, of livestock. And now with artificial intelligence, even through computer vision, they're looking into, well, how's the behavior and what to adjust in the, in the, in the diet to optimize uh, the health of, of cows or livestock, etc. But also on a human side, the next generation we want to be delighted at the moments that we need. Imagine that an average person per day has eight moments of thirst. How can how can producers of you know, of drinks serve those moments of nutrition, of those moments of thirst? And even better, if we combine that with well being healthy in a well prevention of of, of illness or sickness, but also in post care. There's so much opportunity. My my grandmother is 98 years old, and she's very sensitive to infections, etc. It would be fantastic to have a tracking device 
for her, but also get full visibility on what is he eating and what what kind of nutrients he's missing or additional supplements that he needs to remain healthy. And it's essential. Yeah. So it's this is the biggest opportunity, I think, between food and health. Absolutely. Yeah. Dominique. Yeah, yeah. And you see, you see, Lucia, and, and you see the, the, the examples, right? There's, uh, there's, uh, there's a medical institution in the Netherlands, for example, that is monitoring or at least helping uh, potential uh, COVID patients to monitor their, their situation. And uh, that goes by app. And of course, we have seen in the news in the Netherlands, there's a lot of talk about apps in the global, globally also, how we can monitor and manage our, uh, our health and, and COVID issues. This is one of the big topics within the future of health, as you as you always uh, always share. And if you would simply combine that, and I say simply, I realize it's not simple, but it it seems close by. If you combine that with the with the apps that are also around uh, Food Coach, for example, uh, there there are several examples where where you you can you can combine a food uh, a producer or a, a grocery store. Uh, with your needs, as, as Randy also mentioned, your needs to, to take in food and, dis- and so order based on your personal uh, desires and needs and, and, and your personalized nutrition uh, requirements. So making those opportunities realistic and bring them to life by teaming as an ecosystem, it is often siloed, but this is such an easy, between brackets, easy opportunity that we should definitely pursue together. Well, I think that's a perfect way to uh, to wrap this virtual coffee up. Dominique, uh, Randy, thank you for uh, being with me. Thank you for sharing your insights. Uh, thank you also for uh, opening up uh, in, in a, doing this in a totally new way through LinkedIn Live, which is still kind of new and, and also is a bit of pioneering as well. Uh, back to uh, back to you uh, out there uh, on the in the audience. Thank you for chiming in in this virtual coffee uh, on the future of health in this specific case on the combination of the future of health and the future uh, of food. Um, please share your comments still in the in the LinkedIn post uh, that is uh, underneath this uh, this video. Uh, looking forward to, to the next uh, time when we and you join me into this virtual coffee. Uh, thank you again. Uh, stay safe. <laughs>